0: Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. God's Word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast His love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like, when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus, living life, on purpose for Him. And I don't know what direction you're moving in today, but I pray that it's forward with Jesus. I pray that you're not distracted by anything that's popping up, kind of like whack-a-mole, you know, how like things pop up. You're like, get down. Get down, Jesus. Like, I do not need that today. I'm walking with you. I pray that uh, you just have a great day and are encouraged by this conversation with Carrie Kegley. She's a wife, mother, counselor. She's an author, has a book. Book called Life Connected by the Vine, and we are going to talk about that. So many amazing testimonies in this book, Uh, but just what God is doing on Carrie's heart. So, how are you, Carrie? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yes, I love you. You're sweet. (laughs) No, you're sweet. Okay, (laughs) Carrie and I go to church together. Yeah. And I've been begging her to come on the podcast. (laughs) Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I've been begging her. I'm like, you have to come on. You have to share what God's doing. What first sparked me to like be like, Carrie, come on, you have to share what God's doing in your life. But you were telling me how you were just talking to people about Jesus, and then they were getting saved. Yes, that's what I
1: get to do at uh, Safe Harbor where I work. Yeah. Um, every week I go Monday Thursday, and I get the op- opportunity to meet with young girls who are in a crisis. Yeah.
0: And then share the love of Jesus. It just is who you are, though. I mean, you don't have to be in that facility to know that i mean you would lead somebody to jesus in walmart i have
1: (laughs) no you have not
0: i well i have
1: shared out in public in grocery stores and just wherever the lord leads that's what we're all called
0: to do right so that's (laughs) why i wanted to have you on because for the person listening like let's get the fire back with jesus and you have it especially now in these times we're living in yeah Yeah, well, before we started recording, um, and we record these weeks before they come out. So it's not going to be very timely, the conversation that we're having. It could be totally different by the time this airs. But what's happening in Israel is awful. And uh, I was actually reading in the Bible about it today. And um, there was a prayer for Israel. And it was in Psalms. Do you mind if I share that real quick? Go ahead. Okay. It's um, Psalms one thirty verses seven through eight, it says, Israel, put your hope in the Lord for there is faithful love with the Lord and with him is redemption and abundance. And he will redeem Israel from all its iniquities. What's happening over there is awful. And it's crazy to know that there has been so much war there. And uh, I was, another thing I was reading about this morning is where Saul, the first king of Israel fell on his sword and so did his sons. And it it was just like there has been so much war mm-hmm. in that area. I mean, back at I mean, this is the Bible we're talking about. This thing is old, and now we're seeing it, and it's waking a lot of Christians up, right? Yes, the harvest is ripe, and the workers are few.
1: The harvest is ripe. I'm no. I feel like uh, more than ever when I do uh, share the love of Jesus, that the hearts are. People's hearts are open to hear more than ever, and um, so we need to be faithful to share His love.
0: Yeah, why the? Why do you think people's
1: hearts are so softened? Well, because this world is growing darker each day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see it. You can sense it. You can feel it but i feel like that god's pointing out um his power upon the christians more than ever yeah he's empowering us with the holy spirit just uh, so we can serve him because you know we need to share more than ever
0: yeah one thing you're really passionate about is encouraging people to serve and that's one thing that on this podcast the person who's listening I would like for you to be encouraged by (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, how did God lead you to just this passion to encourage believers to put their faith in action? Well,
1: uh, first, way back I was doing um, family photography and uh, when I moved to this area, I heard there was a pregnancy center that was pro-life and encouraging women to keep their babies. So I thought it would be nice if I just offered or volunteered to photograph them when they're like nine months pregnant. Yeah. And then when I went in, I heard that they were in need of advocates Mm -hmm. to meet with um, the girls and to counsel them. So I began the process of uh, getting certified to be a crisis Christian counselor. And um, so I've been since 2008 doing that up till today. And now I go uh, twice a week. I never quite know um, what God has in store, but um, it's always more than I can imagine hope or dream when it comes to uh, His faithfulness and the work that He does and just that He allows me to see um, Him moving in the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that for all of us, if we're faithful, just to step out and and share His love and just love on people that he's faithful every time to meet, um, the, meet, meet the needs of others. And um, and that's what he does every time when I go in. Um, sometimes I go in and I, I don't feel I'm all my best, and I share the gospel possibly in a real simple way that I think is just, you know, I didn't pour my heart into it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the, those are the most radical salvations because oh, yeah. God has already prepared their heart, and it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'm just a vessel that walks in and shares. But um when I am fully open to the Holy Spirit, then he will he always brings divine appointments. Oh, yeah, and, always. And that's uh that's what I share in the book is um there's seven chapters and um I think I wrote it in 2019. Uh, my dad passed away in 2018. And so um there's a chapter in there a little bit about that Mm -hmm. but what i shared is the top seven up to that point seven girls that um where god had connected with them um with me and me with them yeah and then um how god touched my heart and whether they um, came to know the lord in that council or um maybe they chose life for their baby um well there's all different stories in there. It's yeah. a quick
0: read. It's just an hour. <laughs> it was eye opening. Yeah, I read it um you gave this to me Carrie one Sunday and I read it that afternoon. I just needed that chill Sunday. The kids were playing on the floor. I think we had NFL football on and I just uh, or there was some kind of game on and I just sat and I and I read it and it was just so perfect to read. Um I love hearing testimonies, which we talk about this at church all the time and on the podcast. The Bible verse that talks about the enemy will be defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Mm-hmm. And so this is our battle. We're yes. just sharing what God's doing in our life. You know, mm-hmm. it's not our battle. It's his battle. But how we're fighting it is we're just sharing what God has done in our lives. Yes. You know,
1: someone shared with me that stood out a long time ago when I first got saved. Um, my husband and I were both saved March 16th of 1996, and soon after that, a man came to the church I was attending, and uh, he was a missionary. And he just shared that, you know, if if we do feed the poor or, you know, hug people and love on them, that, that's awesome. But if we never share that um, you must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of heaven— then we're, missing. <laughs> we're yeah. missing the whole point because you're going to go to one of two places, heaven or hell, yeah. and uh, you you need to be saved. Invite Jesus in your heart as your Lord and Savior. Uh, repent of your sins, and um, without that, <laughs> you're not going to be going to heaven. Exactly. So um, I think it's all of our biggest calling is uh, to know Jesus and to make him known Yeah. and whatever gifts he's given you, um, I think that it's, uh, it's all of uh, our calling to use our gifts to share his love and to evangelize. Mm -hmm. Um, I know evangelism is a gift, but, um, I still believe we're all called to it, uh, because we're to spread the gospel to all nations. And, uh, yeah, I think it involves speaking. <laughs> yeah. So we need to uh, share the gospel through um, whatever way he has shown you that you can connect to people, whether you're an athlete or your mother doing Bible studies with your friends or running into people at the grocery store um i just love hearing other people's stories yeah and um just um watching god meet them where they're at knowing the start to finish knowing all the pain all the hurt that they've been through Mm -hmm. and um and just being able to share with them wherever they've been whatever has been done to them uh whatever sin they've done um and however bad they're hurting that god loves them and that he just wants to embrace them and pour out his presence and i love uh to be part of that i love to be um just to share that they don't have to live in fear they don't have to live in um, anxiety Mm -hmm. and they don't have to be seeking comfort in all the
0: wrong places that god will meet their needs yeah, yeah, that song Honey and the Rock, I have all that I need, mm-hmm. you are all that I need. <laughs> this is going to sound really minor compared to that amazing story that you just shared about, you know, real lives. I was in a store this morning at a, you uh-huh. know, store. <laughs> you know how we go to the gym and then there's a store yeah. right next door? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was on there and I didn't need something, but I liked it. And all of a sudden that song popped up in my head is, I have all that I need. You
1: are all that I need. (laughs) Honey in the rock, water for my soul. Yeah, (laughs) like
0: that song is so good. But I mean, it goes back to scripture of that God is our provider. Mm -hmm. And I just think we've forgotten. I mean, maybe it's me. It's just me. I, I feel like I have forgotten throughout the day that God is my provider. You know, sometimes I have to say, God, you are my provider. Yes. Because his timing is perfect. And Mm -hmm. he is our heavenly father and he is so good to us. And he has given us all that we need, including thoughts and ideas and what to do and how to move in love and action. And um, I just think what you did in this book is really great. The stories that you did include in here. I wanted to read a little bit uh, in the introduction, if that's okay? Sure. Um, It's just a quick paragraph. It says, Each woman in this book experienced trials where darkness attempted to overtake her by the grace and glory of God. His light broke through, and they came to know his love. And uh, I think, you know, sometimes when you're talking about testimonies where someone is in darkness and experiencing doubt and, you know, depression, sadness, anger, hurt, where you just feel like you cannot see the light those were the perfect words by the grace and glory of god his light broke through and they came to know his love yes
1: his light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome the light amen so um we all have dark moments in our life um but uh i think what we need to know is that we're in this world, we will have tribulation, but mm-hmm. Jesus said, But take heed because I have overcome the world. There is an end, there is a plan, there is a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a destination that is called heaven, and uh, we all have a purpose here. And uh, so, I, I just want to encourage anyone out there that thinks, Well, you know, maybe I couldn't serve in pr- prison ministry or. Mm-hmm how could I go do this or that because, you know, I had such a sweet childhood. Uh, A lot of people have had sweet childhoods. A lot of people don't have, you know, testimonies or they were in this horrible place and then they came to know the Lord. That's, uh, you know, we all have different testimonies. But the craziest thing that I love is um, when I go in, um, you would think so often some of the girls I meet with, like, you know, Whether we're different nationalities or we grew up, I mean, I grew up in Spokane, Washington. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm meeting (laughs) with girls in the South and there's a lot of differences there. But the funniest thing is uh, when God reveals in ways I would have never known, but he just shows her and I how we're so much alike in the most bizarre ways. Yeah.
0: And I love that. Um, Yeah you know um oh my I've, goodness unity of the spirit through the bond of peace that's in <laughs> ephesians yes uh-huh so okay yes that unity of the spirit in the bond of peace that's it mm-hmm. where you feel that instant connection yeah that's god mm-hmm. right yes yes he
1: comes in uh, where two or more are gathered yes there he is so um I love having the opportunity um, just to share with the girls, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they're willing and open, and then just watching what God does, you know. Yeah. Some of them, um, a lot are New Age, and they're Wicca, and or maybe they grew up in the church, but they never invited Jesus in their heart. Yeah. One of the most common things I run into is, um, you know, the gray area, where a lot of girls will say, well, yeah, I went to church my whole life, oh, mm-hmm. I went to Bible camp, but it But then I'll say, well, you know, did you ever invite Jesus in your heart as your Lord and Savior? And they'll say, "Um, oh, I think I was saved since I was, you know, little. And I'll say, but, you know, if you think kind of sort of maybe, but you don't really know, the enemy has a full heyday, free reign to mess with your head and make you wonder, hey, am I saved? I don't know if I'm saved. So I I will share, you know, I think it's pretty vital to know and confirm that. Yeah. And just to know that once you truly know in your heart that you have all the power of Jesus to rebuke the enemy and rebuke his lies. And whenever those come in, you can say, hey, I'm saved because um, on this day, October 11th, 2023, I invited Jesus in my heart. Right. And so if there is anyone out there that is thinking, you know, I grew up in the church, but I don't know if I ever did that. Well, then um, I'd like to pray with you right now. So um, just repeat after me as you hear this, Lord God, I'm a sinner. And thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sin. I ask you to come in my heart and forgive my sins and help me to fulfill the calling and purpose that you have on my life, Lord. I give my whole heart to you from this moment on and want to walk with you and surrender to you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. And uh, I just love um, to be able to help people know that it's it's just a matter of the heart. It's by faith. Yes. Um, it's by faith, um, by grace through faith that we are saved, not by good works, so that no man should boast. And there's nothing that we can do to be good enough to earn salvation. It's just a surrender of the heart, mm-hmm. and. Uh, watching what's on the news and uh what's what i read in my bible um i don't think we have too much time till the rapture i mean maybe maybe we do have 20 years i don't know but um seems as though it might be a little bit sooner
0: yeah we were talking about this beforehand (laughs) but i feel like i should talk about this here. Lauren Daigle has a new song called These Are the Days. Yeah. And the song kind of sounds like these are the days of like the land of milk and honey, and just being in the promised land. But then after that song aired on Caleb here in Pensacola, she says that song is about Jesus coming back, mm-hmm. that these are the days. Yes. And I'm like, I have goosebumps right now. I'm like, Oh my goodness, wake up Christians. Wake up. This is real. Practicing the fruits of the spirit in everyday life Mm -hmm. and living with God in your heart, surrendered to Jesus, making it a matter of the heart and not of what I have to do today, what I have to accomplish today, making it a a Jesus day, giving it to God, surrendering everything to him is where I want to be. I want to be in that peace. that, I mean, that is surrender. Um, something that you were talking about earlier is just like picking you know october 11th like picking a day if today's the day that you are reborn again remembering that day and like you knew with you and david march 16th 1996 was the day that you got saved is that just remembering dates because i never thought Mm -hmm. about remembering the day that i got saved to be honest Mm -hmm. with you and you're like talking Mm -hmm. about i'm like should i know the day is that a big deal is it like a wedding anniversary
1: if you know, it's a blessing. And if you don't know, it doesn't mean you're not saved. But I know that, um, you know, God's a God of order, not a God of chaos. And throughout the Bible, you know, he uses numbers. Numbers have meaning. Yeah. So, you know, he'll use it for salvation and to lead others to the Lord. So on that same day, I led a girl to the Lord, um, March 16th. Um, I, I told her, you know, uh, March 16th. Wow, it's March 16th. And then I, I shared my testimony with her, and um, she invited Jesus in her heart. Yes. Um, my husband and I were leading a group of middle school uh, boys. And we were sharing our testimony, and um, our son said, you know, um, just like the Tim Tebow video we saw of John 3.16, yeah. March is the third month, like 3.16. That's an easy way to share John 3.16. And and my husband and I were like, oh, my gosh, we never knew that. And that's so, um, you know, our own son pointed that out. It was super cool, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, because that's God's love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... No, I'm going to tell you, John three mm-hmm. sixteen in a way that's going to take your heart and make it so soft and love me so much more. Yeah. And I'm going to like, I feel like I'm falling into a big old pillow of Jesus love. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he, that's mm-hmm. what he
1: does, though. Yes, he does. <sighs> um, you know, not <laughs> on a little bit more of a heavier, um, yeah. heavy heart um, about numbers. Uh, we lost our oldest son, Lucas. Um and it was July 4th, 2021, um, he um, had cardiac arrest, two underlying heart conditions, and cardiac arrhythmia led to cardiac arrest and allowed us nine days in the hospital with him. So um, his brain didn't wake up, and we had to take him to the OR um, July 4th of 2021. So that was the hardest day of my family's life, my life definitely, but... Um, Three weeks later, I did go back into Safe Harbor where um, I thought, I don't know if I'm quite ready for this. And um, so I was like, okay, well, I went in and there was a girl and um, she was born on December 4th, 1997. Mm -hmm. And that was the same um, day that our son Lucas was born. Wow. Uh, she um she grew up in the church but she wasn't saved and that day she got saved um she didn't get saved in the room there with me um i just shared with her a little mm-hmm. then we went into the ultrasound um and you know she wasn't wanting to have this baby but we went in the ultrasound with her boyfriend um i had my little bracelet on that said Matthew 633 which was um, seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all things shall be added. Um, Lucas's name is on the bracelet. Someone gave it to our family. <laughs> we actually have hundreds of those um, because Lucas had Matthew 6.33 tattooed on his arm. Yeah. So I'm in the ultrasound room that day, and um, my heart was heavy. And I had told her about Lucas because of her birthday, and so we go to get the ultrasound and, and there was the heartbeat and she was much farther along than she thought and her and her boyfriend started crying and i said well um i don't know what you guys think but um there's a baby there and so yeah. they decided they were going to keep it and i said okay well you know again um i was fresh back at safe harbor after after having lost our son and i um, i just said, well, would you guys, uh, you know, like me to pray with you? I don't know if you're Christians or not. And um, the boy said, um, "Ma'am, I'm not a Christian, but I I need to be saved." Right. And the sonographer said, um, "Carrie, do you do you want to share?" I said, "Yeah." Yeah. Um. All right. Well, if you would like to invite Jesus in your heart as your Lord and Savior, let's do it. And the girl said, "I want to do it too." Yeah. So we all prayed in the in the ultrasound room. And the girl and her boyfriend in- invited Jesus in th- in their heart, and they uh, kept their baby. So that was wow. um, that was my first day back at work, and um, you know dates do matter. That was um, you know December fourth, nineteen ninety seven, my son's birthday. Same as yeah. this girl, exactly the same. Wow. And um, my director said, um, d- you know, I told her, I can't believe this is so amazing, mm-hmm. and um, she said, you know. God will just keep blessing you. I said, I know He always does, but this was pretty crazy. This was amazing. Exactly. One week later, and um, (laughs) we have a photo um, at work, but it's, uh, I went in and I thought, you know, I'm not going to be outdone again, you know. (laughs) God's not going to, I don't know, I just can't imagine He's going to show up again, like for this, you know, because my heart was still hurting for Lucas. And I had three girls in a row that were born in 1997 oh. um they didn't they weren't all born december 4th but they were all born in 1997 wow it's never happened i've never had girls three in a row born even the same year yeah. much less 97 and you know i don't know how god directs the path of it, all of us here on this earth but he does he, but he does he He directs our path and he, he connects us in ways that we can't imagine
0: and um He's faithful. He is so faithful. And yeah, it, I I do kind of want you to talk about, because some people would call that a coincidence uh-huh. that three girls came in, mm-hmm. born in 1997. And oh, I just want for the person listening to know that God has a plan and purpose for your life, like in every second, in every moment, in every relationship mm-hmm. that make it spiritual. Yeah. But okay, so why, can you just explain, can you teach in this moment about, no coincidences?
1: Well, I believe it's biblical that yes. uh, with with God there's no yeah. coincidences. Right. I, I don't have a verse for that. But um, I also think, though, um, it's important to know that, you know, he gave us free will. He, he didn't drop us here as like puppets or robots, you know, um, to control us. So because uh, we have free will, there's sin in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's a ripple effect of sin. right? So um, when I think about having no coincidence and I think about divine appointments, the first thing that comes to mind is just being uh, wholeheartedly surrendered to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, If we are walking in sin, um, (laughs) all sorts of things can happen. Um, God will use all things for the good of those who love Jesus and are called to according to His purpose, um, Romans eight twenty eight. 28. Yes. Um, and, and He <laughs> yeah. will use the things um, for our good. But um, when it comes to the divine appointments, we do have to be available to be used as a vessel. Yes, um, I think if we're just opening our hearts and start our day, okay, Lord, just use me. Just use me, you know, uh, however you see fit, then, then He will, I mean, he wants to use us. He wants to meet us every step of the way, and it's it's to lead um, you know people to him. But it's because he wants uh, to show us how awesome he is and how mysterious he is yes. in his ways. Like you know what com- what he does is is so spectacular compared to I couldn't have created in these uh, scenarios on my own. I'm not that creative, but um, he just does the marvelous
0: I know I'm not that creative either like I'm creative to a point but God is so much more creative if you're if you're walking in his will you know what I'm talking about or you're surrendered to him I should say uh-huh. if you're surrendered say Jesus I love you I follow you you're my king show me what you want me to do next and it could be as simple as you have a cup of coffee and there was something. Uh, Maybe like you had a little honey next to it and you've always, since you were a kid, you love to put a little honey in your coffee or something like that. And he'll open your eyes to it. Oh, why don't you put a little honey in your coffee? Like, that sounds so minor, but when you give God your little things, like the small things and let them lead you through your day, mm-hmm. you'll start making all your decisions with the Lord, leading on Him. You're seeking Him. Come mm-hmm. on, Matthew yeah. 6.33, seek the Lord. You mm-hmm. know, seek Seek Him. first the kingdom. Seek mm-hmm. first the kingdom. Because this, oh, woo, girl. Okay, listen, the other thing that you said that I'm like, no coincidences, is I Google uh, scriptures about no coincidences. And the basically the website I go to whenever people are here and they're talking about Bible verses, but we can't like find real quick the the scripture as I'll say you know on Google Bible verses about, and it'll always take me to Bible Info. It's like Bible, uh-huh. uh, Open Bible dot info i think mm-hmm. is the website yeah open dot info and it says coincidence and luck which there's no luck in christianity so we as christians i'm stopping that today by the way uh-huh. <laughs> i repent <laughs> from the word luck uh, i pray that you do as well like let's do this together because god has a plan for your life it, it's not you're not lucky that you're here today you know you're not lucky that your mom birthed you <laughs> you're you're here because god has a plan for your life it's a gift life is a gift yes yes and i'm laughing because this is just how jesus works the first scripture that pops up is Romans 8.28. And I, you know, oh, I'm like, awesome. <laughs> give us a teachable moment here. And the first thing you say is, and we didn't like practice this before. Like I just totally put this on Carrie, just say, hey, teach us real quick. Uh, Romans 8.28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm amen sister exactly (laughs) so good um evangelism i do just want to talk about it again um and and just how you are delighting in the lord um and he is just he's blessing you he's blessing your family and um your kids are doing really cool things and is is there just anything else that you wanted to share we're going to talk about what bible verse is encouraging you in this season but uh is there just anything else that you wanted to share about evangelism or with your family
1: yes i think it's important when you have young kids uh, to pick a family verse our family verse was joshua 1 9. Um, be strong and courageous do not be terrified do not be discouraged for the lord your god is with you wherever you go um we had that and then um i had two boys first um, Lucas, Jordan, then our daughter, Grace, and Tristan. Um, so all we all love, um, I can do all things through Christ who yes. strengthens me. Um, and uh, that verse, Philippians 4.13, um, I taught them when they were young. And um, our daughter, Grace, um I think it's important to remember that grace is a free gift, an undeserved blessing, and it's by grace through faith that we are saved, not by our good works that no man should boast. And, you know, if we never do anything uh, for the kingdom, but we have invited Jesus in our heart um, to be our Savior, um, we're still going to be in heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, But that's what I wanted to encourage is uh, when we do step out to serve, um, he just pours out His love, His faithfulness, His presence on us. And um, there's nothing that fills our heart more than that. And when we were in the hospital for those nine days, um, all the scripture that uh, we had ever learned as a family, uh, it just came into play. I mean, we were just holding to Lucas's arm with his tattoo, Matthew six thirty three, Joshua 1, 9, um, Joshua 1, 1, 9 was um, a big reminder. And, um, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, May the God of hope bless you and keep you as you trust in him, that you'll overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, We just called on the Lord for for hope, um, for his will, for his presence. And he was faithful all the way through, um, even in that time and now. Um, I know that he will never leave us nor forsake us, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Philippians four thirteen. I wanna read it in the message translation and it has it grouped as Philippians four chapter ten through fourteen. Mm-hmm. So I like the message translation sometimes because it sounds like we're like, hey. This is what I'm talking about. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it is a little long, but for if you're listening to this and you're able to just kind of like take a deep breath in and out and just focus on Jesus, fix your eyes on Jesus, look up to the sky if you have to just to, you know, get the distractions out. It says, I'm glad in God, far happier than you would ever guess. Happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, whatever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. I don't mean that your help didn't mean a lot to me. It did. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing that you came alongside me in my troubles. And this is just talking about content, whatever the circumstances. And this is Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Paul uh, writing to iuda and Saniki, i don't know to iron out the differences and make up okay this is like i guess two people who are or two groups who are arguing so uh yeah it's just talking about that you know we can do all things through christ who strengthens us letting god be your strength though is another just topic on surrender yeah i feel like god
1: um we always wonder, you know, do I do I have faith? Like, you know, how much faith do I have? Well, I think our faith is, you know, it's like a muscle that we flex unto our death. And um, our faith can never get too big. I mean, even when we think we have so much faith, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it'll be revealed to us what our faith is when we're in a crisis, when we're in a, a trial, you know. And also I feel like God is with us more when we're in trials, when when we're in crisis, when when there's death. Um there's yes. um I think it's Proverbs four eight. I'm not positive, but it says the Lord is near the brokenhearted and he he really is he's extra close to those who are hurting, grieving, brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. My husband's favorite verse is Isaiah forty one ten and You know, so we talk about that one a lot. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you. I will uphold you. And I like the ending with my victorious right hand. Amen. Um, You know, he, he will have the victory in the end. He will Mm -hmm.
0: worship him with all Mm -hmm. you got Mm -hmm. with your whole heart. Mm -hmm. Don't give him half of your business. Don't give him half of your life. Give him all of it. Mm -hmm. Give him your family. Give him your children. Give him your car. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Give him your house.
1: Yep. And uh, if you're going along trying to, you know, put up all your protection walls and your yeah. comfort zones yeah. and thinking, you know, you got it all going on. Um, I mean, God has his ways and things happen. And, yep. um, you know, he's not out to get us. But uh, it, you can either surrender to him and, and just sense his, his presence. Or you can just go through battling on your own, and I just, uh, I just wouldn't want to be battling all the things of this world on my own. I love just knowing that Jesus is with me. Yeah. And um, you know, and I, I hope that in, in our sharing yeah. here that um, that's something that you've understood that you, that you can have um, His strength, His presence, His power, his peace, um, just by surrendering to him. Amen, and um, I don't—I <laughs> definitely don't get it, get it right, um, you know. But I try my best each day, you know, just yeah. uh, starting fresh, yeah, once again,
0: yeah, start fresh, new mercies every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to close out with Psalms 34 verses 18 through 20. That's it, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's the verse that you were talking about. And then we'll pray. And um, yeah, I mean, what about connecting with the book? How do we get the book? It's Life Connected
1: by the Vine. Yes, I do have a website. uh, Just go to Life Connected by the Vine.
0: Just search it and Uh it'll pop up. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing. um, Just everything today has been wonderful. It's been focused on Jesus, and that's all that we can ask for. It's um, purposeful minutes of this podcast. (laughs) I hope. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's just close out in prayer. We're going to pray Psalms 34. 18 through 20. That's just a blessing over your life and Carrie's life and her family's life. And um, yeah, just thanks for joining us this week. So Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Lord, we know that you are with us and that you guide us and that you are the victory you are leading us into wonderful places and we just wanna seek you and fix our eyes on you and know that even in our brokenheartedness and our crushed spirits, that you are the one who delivers us from them all And, and we trust you for that, we know you for that and we seek your everything for that, just who you are and what you've done in our lives, we thank you. Lord, I just pray for Carrie and her family and everything that you have assigned them to do lord just bless it like a growing garden they are just planting wonderful good seeds out in the community and just i pray for the ministry that carries a part of with safe harbor and each girl that walks in there each family that walks in there each guy that walks in there lord i just pray that you just show them your love in a mighty way using Carrie and the other employees there at the facility just ask for your anointing blessing on that building and for each person who visits and is even thinking about visiting, Lord. Jesus, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace
1: Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you
0: very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at
1: HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hey everyone, it's Erica with Glassy Day Studio where we believe every broken, discarded, and disrupted thing will be reclaimed, restored, and redeemed by the one who created and calms the waves. Glassy Day jewelry is shaped from recycled surfboard resin and each design is named after a woman in the Bible. And 10% of every purchase supports Foster Care Ministries. Check it out at glassydaystudio.com. And thanks for listening. And if this episode has drawn you closer to Christ, please share it with your friends and family or even one person that might find encouragement in the message and a deeper relationship with Christ. God bless and have a great week. This is amazing.